You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goddess with me, Sarah Joyce Hindle. Uh, This episode is all about releasing that urge to be busy um, and being calm because calm is a new cool, right? Anyway, let's get stuck in. So I remember as a kid, um, my mom working and going to college, you know, getting more uh, qualifications under her belt. And I remember I used to go swimming every week. I was a passionate swimmer and I would go into the pool, do my lesson. And my mom would be sat at the side, um, half watching me and half doing her college work. Um, I used to spend summer at my nan's house um, while my mom and dad worked. And my dad had a full-time job, but he also ran a business on the weekend as well. So I, I always remember something going on or there was something to do, or, you know, the general feeling was just busy. Um, There was always washing to be done, there was always food to cook, piles of things to sort out, errands to run, and during my childhood, I, well, first of all, I I did have plenty of time with my parents, you know, went on wonderful holidays, we had, um, we had things that we did together, but I took from my observations growing up that life as an adult was fast-paced, Uh, pretty busy and constant. And unless it was an evening, I didn't really see my parents sit down and rest. I didn't really see them sort of chill out or do something they enjoyed. And I am very aware that obviously as a child, you don't see all the ins and outs of being an adult and running a business and having jobs and doing all the household stuff. Um, But from what I did see, I took that it was a very fast paced and constant environment. And when I was nearly 20, Uh, My boyfriend and I, well, he's now my husband, um, we welcomed our first child into the world. And she's actually going to be 13 this year. Uh, (laughs) And we had our own home. Life was busy. Like anybody with a newborn, a small baby knows that life is busy, right? And I chose to stay at home and raise her rather than go back to work and put her in nursery. I mean, a massive factor of that back then was um, it just financially wasn't viable for us. So naturally, being at home I was doing more than my partner because he was at work so I was sort of watching my daughter doing the tidy and taking her to the baby groups you know like keep it on top of things and as time went on we had two more children I was doing the work uh you know the household work and the jobs and stuff I then decided to start my own business it became more of an even keel for housework but I was still exhausted I was still run off my feet And I had an invisible illness that was undiagnosed. Um, I have fibromyalgia, which I have mentioned on a previous episode. Um, So I was feeling pretty burnt out, right? So I was looking after three kids under the age of four who, you know, weren't at school at this point. I was just starting up a business, not my first business, but my first business since my children. I was trying to maintain the housework, you know, trying to make sure we were eating well, um, doing all the, you know, the odds and sods that you do, like sorting out doctor's appointments, making sure... Um, you've got enough bleach and toilet roll, uh, chasing up bills and whatnot, like all the things. And I was just busy. And part of me felt like I had to be busy. And if I was sat still, I should be feeling guilty about it, right? I should be sat still for the least amount of time as possible. And whilst I'm sat there, I should feel guilty or I should be, you know, trying to multitask. And I realized a little later on than that, that life doesn't have to be busy, and I don't need to feel guilty for sitting with a coffee and watching an episode of Schitt's Creek. 
Like, I mean, who do we need to prove ourselves to, right? And I want to just go back a little bit to generations ago, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 years ago. Um, And what I'm about to say, I am speaking of um, cisgender women in heterosexual relationships, okay? And it was typical that back in in those days that the the man of the house would go to work, or even if you go longer ago, um, you're looking at them going hunting, protecting, you know, bringing that food home. And the women would typically stay at home to look after the children, the home and all that stuff. And I'm obviously talking about people with children sort of quite a long time ago. And I can only imagine how exhausting and time consuming this time must have been for women especially and for people who were um, raising their children at home whilst making sure that food was cooked, the house was clean, all the jobs were done. Um, Especially in a time where we didn't have the convenience of a fridge or a microwave or a freezer or a slow cooker machine, do you know, like all the things that we sort of take for granted these days, a washing machine. And the thing is, we can carry the urge to be busy up through the generations, right? And it's called epigenetic inheritance. And it can also um, carry through fear, anxiousness, and being highly stressed. It's similar to how we we know our fight or flight stress response, okay? So we know that we will either fight or we'll fly, okay? So we'll either face it or we'll run. And we have that stress response to things that are typically less stressful than what our ancestors had to deal with. So like we have to sit a test or have an awkward conversation with a friend. Our ancestors didn't have to deal with those stresses. They had bears, tigers and other life or death situations. And that is where our fight or flight response comes from. It comes from our ancestors having to literally fight or run away to be able to survive. And this has been carried through the generations and generations through our genes to where we are now, where we we want to fight or flight when it's a test or whatever. Um, obviously, it's still super useful. It is a very, very needed response because if we're in the road and there's a car coming, we need to be able to choose, are we going to try and fight the car? Or are we going to choose to run away from the car? And obviously, we choose to run away. So it's very similar to that. So there was a study conducted a long time ago that studied epigenetic inheritance in mice. I'm not condoning the use of animals for testing, but the information is interesting and backs up this study all the same. Um, I'm quoting from an article here that I will list in the show notes. Ressler and his colleague Brian Diaz opted to study mice who were trained to fear uh, the smell of a certain chemical. And it has a scent that is compared to those of cherries and almonds. They would waft the scent around a small chamber while giving electric shocks to male mice. The animals eventually learned to associate the scent with pain, shuddering in the presence of the chemical smell even without the shock. This reaction was passed on to their pups. Despite never having encountered the smell in their lives, the offspring exhibited increased sensitivity when introduced to its smell, shuddering more markedly in its presence compared with the descendants of mice that had been conditioned to startle by a different smell or had undergone a different treatment. A third generation of mice, the grandchildren of the original mice who were tested, also inherited this reaction, as did the mice who were conceived through in vitro fertilisation, with sperm from the males sensitised to the chemical smell. Similar experiments shown that the response can also be transmitted down from the mother. These responses were paired with the changes to the brain structure that processes odours. The mice sensitised to the chemical smell, as well as their descendants, had more neurons that produce, 
a receptor protein known to detect the odour compared with the control mice in the study. Humans inherit epigenetic alterations that influence behaviour too, restless suspects. A parent's anxiety, he speculates, could influence later generations through epigenetic modifications to receptors for stress hormones. But Ressler and Diaz are not sure how to prove this case. The researchers now want to determine for how many generations the sensitivity to this chemical smell lasts and whether the response can be eliminated. So, as I've just read that article, you can see that the mice in the study who were subjected to the smell and the shock became fearful when the smell was presented and the shock was not present. What was really interesting about the study was that obviously the descendants of those initial mice shared the same fear of the smell, even though they had not been subjected to the shock. And then even then, those mice had babies and their babies also were sensitive to the smell. So from that study and what we know about the fight or flight response and how that's come down from you know, generations ago from our ancestors having to run away from bears and tigers, it's safe to say that some of our our need and our expectancy to be busy is from what we've seen as children growing up and what we've seen around the world, what we've seen around us and society, but also maybe from past generations and even from our ancestors. So I want you to consider putting your feet up switching on airplane mode on your phone, ordering takeout, and not worry that your house isn't immaculate. Grab a book or the TV remote or whatever you love to do and dedicate your time to yourself guilt-free. Take some time away from being busy, away from chaos and stress, and just simply be. As I mentioned in the last episode, my self-paced online course Elevate will be available soon. And in this course, I go really deep with how we see and use our time, uh, going through a commitment overhaul and getting really honest with how we are using the hours of our life, okay? Because we don't know how many of those we have available to us. Um, The link will be in the show notes. Anyone who gets on the wait list will be able to access the course first and get it for a massively reduced price. I mean, I certainly don't want to get to the end and having ran around like a blue arse fly, doing everything for everyone, never really resting or doing what I actually wanted to do. Do you? All right, see you next time.